Welcome to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast with me, Kaylee Boisvert. I specialize in helping people to achieve their financial goals. I have a love for all things numbers, and I am passionate about financial literacy. My goal is to spark healthy and positive conversations around wealth and investment and create a world where nobody is limited by their financial situation. But wealth is just one piece in the equation of living our best lives. So join me as we explore both wealth and wellness topics. From your net worth to your self-worth, get ready to take confident action. Hello, this is Kaylee, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode. We're joined by a special guest who very much aligns with my views. So I was really excited when I found her online and um, part of her, um, I guess, statement or part of your title for your business is health is your true wealth. And that just resonated with me so much. Um, so that's exactly, you know, what I want to cover on this podcast. It's wealth is one piece of it. I am always talking about, but if we're not healthy and in a good place to really enjoy it, then, you know, what is the purpose of that? We need to have the whole package. Um, so our guest today is Melissa Dealey. She is an integrative health practitioner and registered health coach. She's dedicated to helping her clients discover the root cause of their health issue and truly heal. She uses a two-prong approach to first discover your toxic load and lower it, and then to discover your body's imbalances and support them with natural supplements and herbs so the body can come back into balance and heal itself. Melissa is the winner of the 2001 Quality Care Award um, by Businesses from the Heart and has been featured in Pursuit 365 and Fresh Magazine. She's also the host of a podcast as well, so a fellow podcaster, and her podcast is called Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call. Um, and so, yeah, and I would highly suggest to check that out too. I was looking through some of your episodes and listening to some, and you have some really nice short ones and, um, which are kind of great little ones to listen to quickly for a little tip and then some longer ones. So I loved it. Um, so Melissa, thank you so much for being here. And I guess just to get started for listeners, can you maybe tell us a little bit more about your journey and what brought you to do this work? Sure. Thank you very much. And I just want to go back on one little thing that came out there is it was the 2021 quality care award and you had said 20, 2001 which I know oh. saying <laughs> so I'm going to just correct that one only because it was last year and I've been in this line of work now for seven years so what led me here well again 100% agree with health is your true wealth the other way I say that is that your health is your greatest asset but like you with the wealth side that's important to me I actually have a commerce degree When I went and got my commerce degree, never in my wildest dreams was actually being in a career of health and wellness on my radar, but life has its twists and turns, right? So seven years ago, I was let go from my 24-year career in tourism, actually, and I was given an hour to clear out my desk and not a word of thanks. And it was when big fish bought little fish, so a lot of people were being let go, But still in that moment, after 24 years of service, I knew three things. I was never working for someone else again. Whatever I did next had to be more of service to humanity and the planet. And I had no idea what it was going to be, but I was open to being guided. 
And later that year, I stumbled upon a company in Vancouver, BC that specialized in brain health supplementation. And that was my first aha. I use my brain 24 seven and no one has ever told me that I can do more to support my brain. And I knew there was near epidemic levels of Alzheimer's and dementia. And yet this wasn't being taught. I also had a grandmother over here who was 99 years old at the time, still fully cognitively functioning and living by herself. And I started thinking, well, what do I need to do to get on her path? And that had me thinking about her life. And she was born in little old Christchurch, New Zealand in the bottom corner of the world, way before all the toxins that were introduced into our world since World War II, growing all their own food on that property. And then I looked at my life by comparison. Well, I had the good fortune to be raised in Tokyo, Japan, except that it was in the 70s during the height of manufacturing plants spewing out toxins that were getting on me. And so I knew right then and there that I was highly toxic compared to my grandmother and behind the eight ball, right? So what more did I need to be doing? Well, I could do more to look after my brain, clearly. So I jumped in, started learning about the brain, learning about toxins and the toxic effect on our body. And four months later, my oldest daughter got a concussion in her first grade 12 soccer game of the season. And she had just started using this brain supplementation. And I started going with her to her appointments because I realized she didn't have the cognitive ability while concussed to go to the appointment, listen to everything they had to say, and then come home and tell me so that I could support her on her healing journey. So I started going with her also for my own learning because I wasn't working full time. Two months later, I'm driving to Vancouver and I get a phone call from the high school that my younger daughter has a suspected concussion from gym class. And in that moment, I literally looked, I was driving right by the ocean and I looked out over the horizon, kind of up towards the heavens and said, really, this is how you show me my path. Stop taking out my children. So now I have two very different concussions in the house and concussions aren't easy. They don't want them. They're suffering and I'm trying to support it. It's stressful, but I'm not working full time. So now I'm going to two sets of appointments for both of the girls. And then that was the next aha. What does someone else do that doesn't have a mom that isn't conveniently working right now to support their healing journey? And I realized there was this gap. And around the same time, I was invited to work at a holistic clinic here in town because it's a small town. People knew our story. People were already reaching out to me and asking for support in the concussions that they had through work or family or whatever. And I was invited to work there to support more people recovering from concussions. And I wanted to do that. It felt like the next step. I truly felt guided in this work. And yet I couldn't get insurance because I didn't have a certification. So ever since I've been let go, I'd had life coach in the back of my head, but it hadn't landed. But now I thought, okay, I have to do this. So I call a friend who was a life coach and said, how do I, you know, where did you do your life coaching certification? I should do that. I know you did a really good one. What was it? I should do that. And he said, no, you shouldn't. You don't need to be a life coach. You need to be a health coach. And I went, what? What's that? (laughs) Never heard of it. But boy, did that land in that moment. And I found an amazing health coaching course that night. 
literally signed up and started Monday. And I think that was a Thursday night and their next intake was starting Monday. So again, perfect alignment. And I jumped in. And from the moment of starting that program, I knew I'd found my home. I knew I'd found my purpose and I never looked back. I did complete my life coaching, but I didn't have the same passion for it. And so from that program, I then learned about integrative health practitioner organization. And when I saw that, I just knew that was the next step in my journey because the journey of my learning is never ending, right? And so I added tools to my toolbox and that's where I added the tools of being able to run functional medicine labs for people to truly see what's going on inside the body and where those imbalances are. And then I'm super excited for another program that's going to take me through NLP, NLP coaching, timeline therapy, and hypnotherapy coming up next month. So it is a never ending journey, but through this process, I've uh, truly found my passion, found my purpose, and can help people truly heal because we have a broken medical system today. We have a medical system that is unfortunately run basically by big pharma and big pharma prioritizes shareholder profit over human health. And so that's where wealth and health can be at odds. But when people take their own health and their own wealth into their own hands, that's when they can work in alignment. Amazing. I love that the whole kind of journey and how you're adding more and more tools. Cause there is so many, I guess, different kind of probably circumstances and things like that with the clients you deal with. And sorry to hear about your daughters. I'm assuming they completely like healed well, cause we were talking about them before we got on the recording and it sounds like they're doing amazing. So they are. So yes, they both fully recovered from their concussions and yeah, it, it was one of them recovered in about four months and the other one, it was a full year wow. process. They are both thriving now. Oh and it just gosh. goes to show how different, you know, different concussions are, different illnesses are, where each individual's and in our bodies are so different. And so one person's healing journey is different to the next, but having the guidance to support you through it is what leads to that success. Yeah. I love that. And I love the work you're doing. Um, Cause I think a lot of us are starting to recognize, I hope that whole idea of the broken medical system, just knowing that, yeah, you go in with all these, um, symptoms and it just seems like it's if they can't find you know what it is like if it's not strikingly obvious it's just like okay that's fine right like if you're having pains or feeling bloated or you know digestive issues it's just like well if there's not something really obvious or a problem then you're just going to be sort of go back to it and and deal with it kind of thing Yeah, well, I heard a crazy stat the other day from a pharmacist in the US actually who told, and she's a holistic pharmacist. So she actually helps people come off their medications and use um, natural healing options, right? She told me 98% of doctor's visits result in a pharmaceutical drug prescription, 98%, right? And they're 15 minute appointments or less. And so very often the doctor doesn't even have time to begin to understand anything close to the root cause, right? So they're just looking at the symptoms and then the box and then what pharmaceutical might cover up those symptoms. But the problem is, is the symptoms are your body's way of asking you to do something differently. And it doesn't want to be covered up. It wants to be heard. And so what happens is you start taking that prescription drug and sure, you might feel better temporarily, but then some more symptoms come up 
and something else is happening because your body's trying to say, hey, listen to me, listen to me. I want you to do something differently. And you go back to the doctor and now you get another drug. And how many people are on multiple, six, seven, eight, nine different medications because the next symptom comes up and the next symptom comes up and none of them are truly healing, which is what big pharma wants. That's how they make money by keeping us all in a state of chronic illness and needing to take their drugs every single day. And so our mainstream medical doctors don't even have access to the same labs that I have access to on the holistic healing side that show us where these imbalances are, right? So you mentioned digestive issues. Well, that's an area that I work with a lot of people on. And I can run labs that will show if we've got bacterial overgrowth or yeast overgrowth, mold, fungus in the gut. I can teach people why they have uh, heartburn and indigestion and that they don't need antacids. And in fact, that's the worst thing they can be doing, right? Wow. In order to alleviate all of that. And mainstream medicine doesn't even have access to those labs. And so that's why they're sending people away just, you know, with a prescription drug or hope it gets better or telling them there's nothing wrong with you. Yep. And by the time people come to me, they're frustrated because they know something's wrong with them. And I teach people to listen to their body, to listen to those symptoms. And so it really bothers me when somebody does go to the doctor, because let's face it, the first inkling, they don't just make a doctor's appointment, right? By the time they actually make the doctor's appointment, it's been going on for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually bad by that point. Yeah. Now they've got up the, you know, okay, I have to do something. So now I'm going to the doctor and they go to the doctor and the doctor runs labs and nothing's out of ordinary or out of the normal range. And then you get told, oh, there's nothing wrong with you go home until it gets worse. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where I end up working with people. Yes. And, and helping them understand what is truly going wrong. And when we know that root cause, then we know exactly what to do about it. And I don't diagnose labels don't matter to me. I'm not a doctor. I also don't cure. I literally look for those imbalances, which the lab will show up. And then we support the deficiencies because those imbalances are always triggered by either deficiencies or too many toxins, too much candida, too much bacteria. So sometimes we will all the time, we also have to remove because there's always toxins, right? So we remove first, support the deficiencies. When the body comes back into balance, it will heal itself. That's what it's designed to do. It can heal a cut finger. It can heal a broken bone. But some of these other things going on, we're too deficient in our key minerals and vitamins because of stress, poor sleep, poor nutrition, the body can't bring itself back into balance. But when we support it in coming back into that place of balance, then it can heal itself. And that's what true healing is, is when we create that environment for the body to heal. Yeah. I love it. And I liked what on your website, um, you had something written saying that the public health and our school system just doesn't teach us about these topics either about like nutrition, about sleep, about stress, all these very much health related. And I agree so much with that. And I feel the same way. Like I always say that about money and wealth and investing it's we're not learning this. So the same thing goes for this is like, we could learn, we could use so much more education in this. So we can, you know, be our own advocates and do what we can on our, like for ourselves and, and heal ourselves. And I guess, like you said, there's other interests though, like being, 
protected by, you know, people being ill and, and buying, you know, the, the big pharmas and their products. So that's unfortunate because we could have more of a proactive stance on this then um, if we were learning about these things along the way, like that would just be amazingly beneficial for everyone. I think anyone would want more information on these topics. I 100% agree with you. And that's why I created my podcast and my little mini health hacks that you mentioned earlier is trying to give people that empowerment in their health with actionable steps that they can take today that will have profound outcomes on their health. Because I know when I started my health coaching career and courses, I didn't know this either. I hadn't been taught it either, right? And I already had teenage girls at that point. And I just sat there literally going, why didn't I know this? How come nobody ever taught me this? How come I wasn't told this for so many things? And then when I knew it, I realized, well, I want to do better, right? When we know better, we do better. And so I was starting to make all of these shifts in my own life towards lowering stress, better sleep, et cetera, et cetera. And then I was like, well, now I can teach this to others because if I don't know it, there's probably millions of other people out there through no fault of their own, don't know this. They're all just as busy as I was trying to raise their family and earn their income. And so that's where my podcast came from, right? Is paying it forward and putting that education out there for people. Because in so many cases, they really are little tiny habits that we can change that aren't difficult to change. We just need to know that we can, and we need to know why, right? So when I'm working with people on sleep, for instance, our modern world today has us getting so much blue light in our eyes, right? Because of screens, TV, whether it's phone, iPad, whatever. Back in our hunter-gatherer days before electricity, our brain knew to start producing melatonin at dusk but we don't have dusk anymore inside our houses because of electricity. And on top of that, we have blue light, which is the light of noon, right? So that does not tell our brain that it's almost time to get ready for bed and I need to start producing melatonin. No. So it doesn't. On top of that, melatonin is the inverse hormone to cortisol. Well, living in a state of chronic stress has us with tons of cortisol running through our body, right? So when cortisol is high, melatonin is also low. Is it any wonder that 70 million Americans struggle with sleep? And they don't know these simple things, right? When we adjust, when we can look at what our cortisol levels are, which we can look at through lab testing, when we understand what screens are doing to our body's inability to make melatonin, we can start to change our habits. For every hour that we're on a screen after dusk, it blocks the body's ability to make melatonin for half an hour. Wow. So you come home and you're on a screen with blue light for three hours, really common, right? Yeah. That's an hour and a half when you turn it off that your body isn't even producing melatonin so that you can have a restorative sleep. But what happens? Most people turn it off, brush their teeth, hop into bed, want to sleep, lie awake. Don't understand why. That's one reason. But when we put together multiple reasons and people understand why, then people can start to change their habits. And it's just the education that's so critical. Yeah, I love that. Um, What else was I going to say? Oh, are there like ideas for like big, obviously hot topic of conversation is um, with COVID and people getting sick and wanting to avoid getting sick and things like that. So um, our immune system, like ideas for boosting our immune system that you could share. 
Yeah. So I've actually done this several times now as a, an immune boosting system workshop. Okay. Um, that, so I just did it last week, the week before, and a couple of times in November, December, because yes, that is what's so important. And yet is our media talking about that? No, they give one option. I'm all about pro-choice. Everybody has to decide what's right for them. But how can you decide what's right for you if you don't get the other options, right? Guess who owns media? Big Pharma that pays for all those ads that tell you like, try if you have this, this, and this, then you should take this drug, but don't take it if you have this, 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 and this. And I hear those ads and I'm like, why would, and then it says, ask your doctor. I'm like, why would anybody ask their doctor for this drug, right? But those ads pay the media, right? So then the media tells their story. So yes, boosting our immune system, one thing through COVID that is incredibly powerful and incredibly inexpensive is vitamin D. Okay. In Canada, 100% of people are deficient in vitamin D if they do not supplement. And that is because we live so far north, right? We do not get enough hours of sunlight for enough days of the year on our bare skin right? So we have to supplement. I like the drops because you can count out the drops under your tongue instead of the little gel caps. Cause I literally right now I'm taking 8,000 IU a day. Okay. So that's eight of those little gel caps and they come in a bottle of what 90. So that's going to last me 12 days or something. The bottles last me a month or more, right? So you can run through your mainstream doctor. It's $65 in Canada. I don't know what it is in the U S but you can get your vitamin D tested. Optimal level is 50 to 80. I also run these labs for people. Sufficient level is considered 35 and up. Most people are below that. Here's the thing is back in October of 2020, there was research done directly related to COVID and vitamin D. And for people that were treated with the normal treatment, this was done in the US. So the normal treatment 40, I think it was 42% didn't need to be admitted to ICU. And then another um, 40% were admitted to ICU. And then there was another 8% that passed away from ICU. But when they gave them the regular treatment for COVID plus vitamin D, 98% did not even need to be admitted to hospital. Oh my gosh. And 2% ended up in ICU and nobody died. Wow. And they have a a graph that I've seen that if when your vitamin D level is above 34, your risk of dying from COVID is like negligible. Oh my gosh. When your vitamin D level is really low, like below 20, your risk of dying from COVID is significantly higher. So Vitamin D is incredibly powerful. It helps with bones and um, teeth health, but it helps with respiratory health. It's helping boost the immune system, right? So for this particular virus, it's very, very powerful. Yeah. Combine that with some vitamin C and some zinc, and you've got a really good, strong immune support going on. And so that's what I do every day. Another one you can throw in there is quercetin which again, helps with respiratory health. Um, 
again, I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose. I don't know anybody's health that's listening to this. So this is for educational purposes only. And if you are on other meds, you need to check at least with your pharmacist first to make sure that there's no contraindication with any of those before you start taking them. But they're all inexpensive and can really strengthen your immune system so that your body can fight off the virus and or bounce back quickly if you were to get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And it's just understanding exactly like it would be nice to get information of what we can do, you know, what is in our control rather than just hearing the stats and and how, you know, people are like all that. There's a lot of fear then. And and you start wondering, okay, what what do I do? And you isolate and you know, those things, but it's nice to know that there's other things that are available that we can, you can do even more to just help. Like, so if you do feel stressed about it, okay, here are some things I can do. Here are some things I can control and they will make a difference. Um, so that's amazing. I love that. Um, and and add in there that that's that fear and that stress actually weakens your immune system. So one minute of fear, stress, or anger weaken your immune system for four hours, but one minute of laughter strengthens it for 24 hours. So the first thing I tell people to do is turn off the news. It's aiming to make you afraid because your brain is always looking to keep you safe, right? And they know that. And so they deliberately, they add the music and the drama and all of that because it sucks your brain in, which is on alert. Oh, oh, I have to pay attention. It could be dangerous. I have to pay attention. And you get sucked in, right? But that then lifts or turns on your whole nervous system and raises your stress levels way up high. And now you're weakening your immune system. But if you just turn off the news and instead read it online, instead of watching videos, et cetera, you're only getting the story through your one sense, your eyes, right? And you're not getting all the sound bombarding you as well. And so it doesn't feel as scary. And so your nervous system doesn't get as triggered and you're not doing as much damage to your immune system as you are when you're watching the news and having that run constantly or checking it out on three different channels to hear the same story over and over again. So it's funny because I was actually, this is years ago now, probably about 15 years ago, I was at a parent teacher not a parent teacher night, a pack, a parent advisory council night for parents of my kids' elementary school. So that's how long ago it was. They're at university now. And we were told there to turn off the news for all of the stress triggers that it creates in the household and for young children, et cetera, et cetera. And I went away from that thinking, well, how will I know what's going on in the world? I might feel like I'm this really uneducated person, right? <laughs> Not being able to have conversations around what's going on in the world. But I decided to try it anyway. And I turned off the news. And we used to watch it every night at six o'clock. We'd have dinner with the news on. We just stopped the news. And guess what? I still know what's going on in the world, right? And even if somebody says something and I haven't heard of it, I'm hearing it now. They're going to tell me, right? Yeah. And I can read it, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't feel like I don't know what's going on in the world. I know what's going on in the world but I get the information in a way that doesn't trigger my nervous system and put me into a state of chronic stress, which leads to a whole myriad of other health issues as well as weakening my immune system. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could, yeah, we could have a whole episode too on stress, just stress alone. We could have a whole, you probably have lots of episodes on yours though about that. Right. So I do. And my next workshop in March is going to be on stress actually, because 
it's important and it's particularly important for women to understand how stress is impacting our body because stress is actually driving hormonal imbalances right and there's many women out there that are suffering with pms or infertility or menopause and tolerating that thinking that it's part of being a woman that they have to put up with these symptoms and you know they talk about it with their friends and oh they have the symptoms too and then we normalize it yeah here's the thing about our human body it was never designed to cause you pain every single month or on an ongoing basis or not procreate or you know take you know be painful going through menopause those are all symptoms of imbalances in your hormones and those imbalances are triggered by stress by toxic load those are the main two and wow. we can correct all of that so that it those symptoms don't have to be tolerated anymore and for menopause women going through menopause that can take you know 8 to 10 years well those should be the 8 to 10 best years of your life right not suffering and i've been through that myself my hormones were out of balance and that was even before i was um in my health coaching journey, I was struggling with hormonal issues and I found a naturopath and I discovered the imbalances through the very same labs that I run today. Wow. And I was able to fix them. And that was back when I was getting migraines at the onset of my cycle every time. And then I was able to fix that. So the migraines nearly went away and then I hit menopause and they were different. So I went back and did the lab again and found out, oh, different imbalances. So I fixed it, right? Because I knew I could. And it's the same thing as people just need to know they can. These labs are available. You can choose to run the labs and follow the protocols to allow your body to be rebalanced, as opposed to thinking that you just have to live with this and you got a shitty lot in life that your symptoms are so awful. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, and these are all like labs. And if you're working with someone, I'm assuming this is what they can expect that you'll go through this with them. Absolutely. So beautiful thing is in the day of an age of COVID is my business is hundred percent virtual. The labs get mailed to people's homes. You do the labs, you've got all the instructions. I give you, a, you know, additional instructions on doing the labs. They get mailed off and then the results come to me. And then I don't work with people on just one appointment because I've seen that and it doesn't work. Here's what the lab says. Now go and do it. I was like, wait, right? no. Yeah. <laughs> you remember you retain maybe one or two things and then it's like, oh, this isn't. Exactly. This isn't and so I've seen that. I've seen that even with naturopaths that, you know, you get the results and maybe it's a food sensitivity lab and it's like, oh my God, it says I can't eat anything. Right. And that's not at all what it says, but that's what your brain heard. Right. And so then by the time you get home, you've talked yourself out of it. You know, I can't do this. Right. Whereas I work with people over a minimum of four sessions up to 12, depending on what they want, how many things they have going on, providing meal plans and recipes, et cetera. If we are changing the way someone eats or supporting them through rebalancing hormones, et cetera, with different protocols and then tweaking them as those hormones come into balance and then weaning them off those hormones, because guess what? Now the body's back in balance and it can do it itself versus if you get a hormone replacement therapy treatment from a mainstream doctor, guess what that does? The body's like, oh, I've got enough of that. I don't need to make it. So it just stops making those hormones. And now what? Oh, you need that therapy for the rest of your life. Yeah. We want to get the body back to doing what the body's supposed to do. 
Absolutely. And you mentioned at the beginning to toxins, toxic effect, and you have, um, I guess like a treat for listeners too. what we'll include it in the show notes. It's, um, a discover your toxic load quiz, but can you talk then a little bit about toxins and if someone, I guess, is going through the effects of that, like how would they know, or what are some signs? So yes, unfortunately we live in a toxic world today since world war II. 144,000 man-made chemicals have been introduced into our atmosphere. They're getting into our body through the food we eat, our waterways, our airways, onto our skin, right? And so many of the symptoms of a toxic load, and this quiz does go through quite a few, but some of the really common ones are things that we typically end up writing off as, oh, it's aging, it's genetics, it's seasonal allergies, thinking we can't do anything about it, and we just have to accept it. But the reality is that is absolutely not the case. So whether it be things like, you know, headaches and mucus and sneezing and nasal drip, et cetera, you know, all signs the body is trying to get something out or whether it be, you know, gas and bloating and digestive issues, et cetera, whether it be poor sleep, whether it be just brain fog and poor mental clarity, whether it be aches and pains and muscle stiffness, all of these are signs of a toxic load. And because we have so many toxins in our world today, we can't avoid them. So instead we have to go, okay, there's toxins around me. What can I do about it? And we need to help our body get them out because our liver is just overburdened now by all of these toxins. And unfortunately undernourished at the same time because we've got depleted soil systems And so specific nutrients that the liver needs to do its job really well are no longer in our soils. So they're not in our food. So they're not getting in our body. So then our liver can't do what it's supposed to do, which is get the toxins out because the nutrients needed for phase two of detoxification aren't there. So what does it do? It stores them in our fat closets in order to try and not have them get into our bloodstream. So that's one reason for weight gain. It's not the only one, but it means we are toxic. And I take people through a detox program all the time. And I love hearing their results from, wow, I have so much energy that I, I didn't know that I could have again, right? I don't need an afternoon nap anymore. I, my aches and pains have gone, right? I was on a call recently with a group of people and one lady's like, well, I used to have this pain in my pinky finger and I just had it for years and it's completely gone. I had a pain in my knee. I had another lady who couldn't walk barefoot on her bedroom floor or anywhere in her house. She had to have these special shoes all the time. And after doing the detox, she could walk barefoot again. She's like, wow, I had no idea how inflamed I was, right? Because these toxins build inflammation and cause pain just people that say, I can't remember ever feeling this good, right? Because we don't realize that all of the symptoms, they creep up on us slowly. We ignore them just thinking it's aging, it's genetics, it's seasonal allergies, and we do nothing, right? I have a saying that the body, when it talks to us, it first whispers in the gentle touch of a feather. And if we don't listen, it might thump us with a brick. And if we still don't listen, it might whack us with a wrecking ball. And I like to talk or work with people when they're at the feather or the brick stage. So we never have to get to the wrecking ball stage. 
but every single one of us knows someone at that wrecking ball stage. And it's so important because we now know that 90 to 95% of all disease is triggered by the environment we create inside our body, right? Yes, we have genetics. Yes, we might be predisposed to some disease through those genetics, but that's only five to 10% of the time. The 90 to 95% of the time is the environment we create inside our body. So if we create a toxic inflamed environment inside our body, that inflammation triggers those genes to turn on disease. But if we create a clean environment, as I call it, inhospitable to disease, those genes never have to be turned on. And that's powerful because we have the choice. And in the Western world, we're taught, oh, you have a shower and that's enough for good hygiene and good health. But it's not because we've completely forgotten about our inner body. And if we look back at tribal cultures and longer histories like Ayurvedic medicine out of India or Chinese medicine, you know, these are 5,000, 6,000 year old practices. They still detox to this day. And we don't, but we should because it's life changing, right? And to your point that you're talking earlier about, you know, not being educated, et cetera, et cetera, in our health and not being proactive in our health, back in, ancient China and ancient India, their doctors didn't get paid if their villagers got sick. Wow. Because they hadn't done their job. And today, unfortunately, the doctor won't see you until you are sick enough. It's completely backward. Yeah. We can all take proactive action in our health. We just need to know how. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And you either pay now or pay later coming back to the wealth thing, right? People think, oh, I don't need to pay for my health now because I'm healthy. Or, you know, why would I pay you when I can go to the doctor and that's free, right? But if you go that path and you end up chronically ill and the last in Canada, on average, the last 10 years of someone's life is spent in some kind of nursing home, hospital bed, without any quality of life. What's the cost of that 10 years? Not only financially, but emotionally on your family, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Absolutely. Pay now to be empowered in your health, to live that long, joyful life and have quality life to the end. And it costs you far less than the other way around. And that's what I want. My grandmother died at 101 wow. in bed at home. Yeah. It's amazing. And we're sad, but we were also celebrating this amazing life, right? So I'm on her path and I'll take anybody with me that wants to join me because Absolutely. that's how I want to go. Yeah, that's the path. Exactly. I want to be on that path too. Exactly. And it's, yeah, when you're doing things for your money, same thing. It's like you're doing things now to build it for your future. And then it's, what are you going to do though with all this money when money can't, if you've gone too far down that way, like you said, and if it's a chronic illness and if it's, we haven't done the things proactively now, money can maybe can't even reverse or fix that. Like there's no amount of money that can help you in those scenarios sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. I agree a hundred percent. And so 
to your point at the very beginning, we're not taught about our wealth creation and we're not taught about our health. But, you know, I encourage anybody who's listening to this that it's never too late to get started on both, right? Create the wealth and create the health so you have the health to enjoy your wealth and vice versa. Absolutely. I love it. Couldn't sum it up better than that. <laughs> I won't even try. So for people um, wanting to get a hold of you, get in contact, like I said, I'll um, include that quiz, the link for the toxic load quiz, which sounds very interesting. I want to try that. Um, how else can people contact you, reach out? What's the best way? They can just go to my website, which is yourguidedhealthjourney.com. And there's a book button or a contact me button. The book button just books a 15 minute introductory call so that we can get to know each other. And anybody who does the quiz, I will also follow up with you, inviting you into a call to discuss the results so that you can get a deeper understanding of those results and next steps. Perfect. I love it. I want to try it. This seems very valuable. I'm going to be proactive with my health. This is important. Um, so thank you so much, Melissa. I love this conversation. Um, and it really has, you know, given us a different way of looking at things that it's empowering. Like it's exciting to know that, oh, I can do this. I don't have to be a doctor. I can take these steps right now myself and in, make improvements. You just gave me full body goosebumps because you're right. And something that I like to tell people is that you are actually your own best doctor. You've lived in your body your whole life, right? You know when something's off. And when we slow down enough to just tune in and listen, we very often know what's going on or that something's going on and then seek that answer. And if somebody else tells you there's nothing wrong with you, get a second opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's that intuition too. Let's be, like exactly. listen to ourselves. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, I loved it. Thank you so much, Melissa, for um, joining us on this episode. So many great inf like information tips and whatnot. So I really appreciate your time. Um, thank you so much for sharing. It is absolutely my pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me to be on the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening in. I will catch you on the next episode. All right. Bye for now. I hope you found value in this episode. And because I'm such a proponent of taking confident action, I want to pose a question to you, the listener. What is one action that you feel inspired to take after listening to today's episode? If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Thank you so much, and I will catch you next time.